Hadouken. No. Um, we've got this glow. I've got this wonderful, beautiful glow because we're here at the Adafruit factory. It's sunset here in Manhattan. Um, and I thought we would do a little stream just to test out this new video setup that you got going, Mr. Lady Ada. Yeah. You got this like sweet black MacBook, and you got this cool new camera and this lens, and we got this overhead, and we're here at Adafruit. Everyone's gone because they're all home playing Overwatch, but we're playing Build the Electronics. That's right. And got my sweet Sparkfront shirt on. Pete Doctor gave me. Let my geek shine. Well, I thought I would show um, this sharp memory display because I was actually just um, working on this. So I'm going to upload some code, but we can go to the overhead. Okay. So it's going to be, it's all weird looking. Just give me a moment. I've got to upload this code. So this is the sharp memory display that we already have in the store. And um, these are these really beautiful displays. They're like memory displays. They're not e-ink. They're much faster than e-ink, and you can set the pixels. And they're not OLED because they don't have like um, a display come out. And they're not TFT. They're kind of somewhere in between. What's neat about these um, displays is they're extremely fast. They're high contrast. You can like see them in daylight. Um, they don't have a backlight on them, but they're incredibly low power, like microamperes of power. And um, this is the first sharp display we got. And you can see it's like mirrory. It's kind of cool. Let me turn this upside down, actually. So it's kind of got this like cool mirrory effect. It's reflective when the pixels are set. And you can invert um, this display as well. Maybe I'll. I'll have it go through the, the they test. They stay on when the power is removed. They stay on for about a second. So every second, you have to give it a little bit of a tick. So you know, with I think our Arduino demo, we just in the loop every second. We just we just pulse it. We just have to tell it like um, refresh. So compared to like other displays, like basically the only display that's similar to is e-ink. E-ink really does not need any refreshes at all. But with e-ink, you have to. Um, you have to like erase the whole display to set a pixel. They're very slow, whereas you can see this one. I'm not even really running it very fast. I have it hooked up here to my feather. So we've had this display for many years. It's been quite popular. Um, they're, they're lovely. They're very skinny. They're used in uh, smartwatches, but um, this display actually is being discontinued. This is the 96 by 96 version of this display. It's no longer going to be made, um, which is sad. The good news is there is a replacement. So this is the 96 by 96, and it's being replaced. You can see it's, it, let me actually, um, hold on, because it was kind of neat. So you can see, like, if I plug it back in, it displays again, and then when I remove it, it displays for about a second, and then slowly fades. But then every time you give it a little power, it, it comes back. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a memory display. It has some memory. Um, this is um, the next-gen version of that display. It's the same size but it's actually 128 pixels by 128 pixels, and it doesn't have that mirror effect. Instead of it, it has black pixels. It actually has better contrast. So let's plug this in. And it's, it has a little bit of noise because it hasn't been used in a bit. And I just have to update the code to know that it's 128 pixels by 128 pixels. Let me do that. Do a little upload dance. Hey. My computer here is like so messed up. I have to like manually upload. Like the USB ports are like totally wonky. Okay, so 
now I've uploaded um, the new code and you can see uh, it's much higher resolution. It's a little slow because I have um, the, the GPIO is being banged for SPI. I'm not using a hardware SPI. I'm not using um, fast pin access. That's the next thing I'm going to add. I just wanted to get it working. Um, what's nice is that it's a pretty nice contrast black. It's got 128 pixels by 128 pixels. And what's interesting is this display actually came out a couple of years ago. And the reason I didn't carry it is um, I was still using primarily Arduino Unos. And I didn't want to um, have something that you needed 2K of RAM. You need to buffer the display in the microcontroller memory. I didn't want to carry something that you couldn't want in an Uno because the Uno was kind of the most popular um, microcontroller. Uh, fast forward three years later, people are using ESP8266s. They're using M0s. They're using NRF52s. Um, they're using like a Teensy. I was testing this with Teensy. They're not really using just Unos anymore. And so all these processors have tons of RAM, and so it's not a big deal to have a display that needs 2K of RAM to buffer it. So given that this is going to be discontinued, I'm going to uh, basically take these out of the store after we sell through and upgrade it to this, about the same price, too. Two questions. Um, does it have a polar coordinate system, and how do you have that thing on the side for the programs on the right side on the computer? I guess you're asking, how are you programming it? Oh, I'm programming it through um, this USB cable to my Feather M0, which is my way of, of doing tests. This is a Teensy that I was using before. I don't, I'm not using it right now. It's kind of like hanging out my breadboard. And it isn't a polar coordinates. It's a, it's a rectangular coordinate system, you know, X and Y. And it uses um, data for GFX library. So you can, you, know, you can see I'm drawing text very easily. And you can circles and squares and triangles and all that. Okay, to go full speed, will it need something like the RA887 board? No, it can go very, very fast. I just have to like, you know, when I first get to write the code for something, I go very slowly. I have a lot of debug statements. I'll take that out. It'll speed up. It'll be instantaneous. In other words, does it need a dedicated controller? No, no, no. Not at all. It uses only um, three GPIO pin, actually. So it's power ground, um, SPI clock, SPI data, and SPI chip select. There's no reading from the display. You can only write to the display. So processing three has a polar system, so I guess we're asking about that. If you write your own, you can use it, but underneath it, the LEDs are in a grid. You know, they're, they're, they're gridded displays. That's it. That's All my right. demo. Do you want to show anything else on your desk? Because this, uh, this is a successful broadcast. Well, last time we tried to do the broadcast, I was showing off the Metro NRF 52. Yeah. Um, I sent one off to K-Town today. So we designed this on a previous... Uh, desk of Lady Ada. This is an NRF52. So here's actually something interesting. So the NRF52 board, the feather that we um, designed, uh, so has been selling out super, super fast. So we've already sold like 600 or so of them. Um, they're the like very quickly becoming the most popular feather by far, which is really neat. I wasn't expecting so many people to be excited about the NRF52, but uh, turns out it's got a lot of love. So we made a Metro version of it. Um, Silkscreen's kind of messed up because I just recycled the old Silkscreen. But basically, it's an Arduino-compatible shape. Uh, but you have battery charging. It has a LiPo charger. Um, NRF52 here. Uh, SWD debug. Um, you know, a re manual, res a manual uh, DFU button and a reset button. So kind of all the joy of a feather, but large and uh, in charge. OK. Is that screen that you're showing black and white? Yes, these are monochrome. Um, Although they have a color one, but it kind of looks crummy, I okay, think. Okay, so will it have uh, trig functions? It has triangles. Okay. 
And then what on the Metro, what's the big thing sticking off the board? Um, well, this is an SWD connector, so it was pick in place. This is your 2x5 connector. You'd connect your J-Link onto it or an open OCD. Uh, this is if you want to use GDB to do debugging. Um, it's an advanced function. We don't offer it by default because adding built-in debug interface, like not a lot of people use it. I think a lot of people, if it's an Arduino shape, they're going to use our Arduino libraries. They're not going to be doing step debugging. They're probably going to be doing printf debugging. But we have this connector available. So like you can just plug in your debugger and then um, use OpenOCD, use GDB, use the Nordic toolkit if you want. You know, it's all good. Um, but it's an extra, you know, not, not something I expect a lot of people to use. Okay. The observation was, I think the pattern initially shown was something that looked like a polar coordinate-driven system. No, it was probably just circles or triangles. Okay. Like, this is just drawing lines. Line-drawn line demo. Line-drawn demo. So that's today's okay. fresh... This was this last night, I think, but you can show it on the other end. You make. We got so big. <laughs> there's a Swedish magazine we saw. We're going to try to get a copy where there's also a circuit playground make. cover. Make. Circuit playground. Circuit playground. Life size. It's a little smaller. Yeah. Not too much smaller. Okay. So you can pick this up June, July, but it's already on newsstands, some newsstands. That's my news. That's it. I got this little, a little ball. ball. Hi. Wait. Sorry. <laughs> I'm getting into my J.J. Um, Abrams phase. Hold on. It's going to like fire flight up. Yeah, it's the workshop. If you can see behind me, we got this new microscope for Vance. Yeah. You can kind of see it right there. We, I got another one. Hold on. There, this thing. Yeah. So we got a microscope. I got one for myself too. Maybe this week we'll bring it home, and yeah. we'll—it's uh, a trinocular, so you can put a HDMI camera into it, and uh, we have an HDMI camera, so we can like plug a camera in, and then I can go like in to the electronics, and we can video it at the same time. So this might solve the um, how to video somebody soldering. Like, it's not easy because when you solder, it's, you kind of want to be over it, but then the camera can't uh, get a clear shot. So with this, I can see very clearly through the trinocular. I get really good vision, and I can have a good steady hand, and we can have video coming out. So I thought that would be kind of neat. Yeah. Um, the lens does have a hood. It's just the sun is directly coming in. No, there, there was like the sun. It's like right there. Yeah. I mean, it's like right there. I'll show you. Show them the sun. There it is. That's the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Go. Sun. No, this is... We are, we are directly um, pointing west. Yeah, right now we are. Okay. This is Ada Henge. OK, successful broadcast, Ada. OK, good. Okay, the video looks really good. Yeah, OK, that's it. OK, Bye, thanks, everybody. everybody.